20% korting op Wegenwacht Nederland Standaard. Sluit af op anwb.nl/wegenwacht. Je luistert naar Radio Zuidoost. 24 uur per dag vanuit het hart van de Belmer. Via kabel, salto.nl en 105.2 FM in de Eter. Met 20% korting op Wegenwacht Nederland Standaard. Sluit af op anwb.nl slash Wegenwacht. Je luistert naar Radio Yes, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. All your events can be promoted right here on Voice of Ninja. Yes, you heard me right. Don't know about you because you're not promoting your business. Yeah, we can bring you the awareness that you need for all those revivals, seminars, special events, conferences, church services, your Sunday services, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. Call us today right now at 6 8460655 that's 0684606550 voice of ninja your place to advertise is a treasure built on good knowledge and preventive measures the helios study aimed at a better healthcare for people in amsterdam is focused on the health of Ghanaians, four other migrant groups and dutch people The baseline Helios study is already having a major impact in improving health of people in Amsterdam, including Ghanaians. The process for the study consists of invitations sent to previous participants in the Helios baseline study, a set of questionnaires to answer, and bodily checks for blood pressure level, overweight, blood sugar, and other cases leading to heart-related diseases. Participants will be invited every five years to monitor change in their health. The next stage of the study is now in progress and will provide crucial information to further help to improve the health of Ghanaians. Your full participation is highly valued and will go a long way to help ensure a better healthcare for you and future generations. For more information, please visit www.heliastudy.nl. The Helios Study is amongst others an initiative of AMC and GGD Amsterdam and supported by Ghanaian churches in Amsterdam and the African social activation platform, ASAP. Helios, a unique opportunity for better healthcare tomorrow.
well, good morning to your friends. Welcome to Radio Voice of Night. You are most welcome. Thank you all for today. Today, the 12th of. Or rather, the 12th of January. Amen. Today, the 12th of January. Amen. You are most welcome. And it's a joy to be together. My name is Apostle Larry Doctor. Transmitted this morning on 105.3 MHz of Ida. 103.8 on cable. And of course, I'm in the studio today with a very beautiful lady. You know her already. I'm going to say hello to you. Hello, viewers. Hello, listeners. My name is Apostle Helen Dokenu, last lady of Babuma, of the voice of Niger. Welcome to this very forum. I believe that this year is going to be mightier, powerful, and uh, more graceful. So continue to listen to Radio Voice of Niger. Will you pray for us today? Yeah, of course I can. Father, be glorified in Jesus' name. Thank you for the privilege to be alive in the land of the living. Thank you for all our listeners from every part of the world. Lord, we thank you that you quickened our mortal body and you gave us strength to be able to call upon you. Thank you that we are your servants, your, your own people, your chosen generation. Do us good in this very day that you have given us to live in the land of the living. May this day respond to everything positive which you have in store for us. Heal the sick and raise the dead. Provide for the harvest of God and give us the strength to work for the day. Make our day very successful and, oh God, very fruitful. We thank you and we bless you, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As usual, we're treating you to beautiful gospel music. And then uh, we'll follow that surely at uh, half, you know, at 30 minutes past the hour with the word of the Lord.
morning we are declaring the Lord is holy. It is a good thing to give thanks and to sing the praises of the Most High. This is our job this morning. Everyone out there, wherever you are, you have a duty. The duty is to worship the Lord. For this purpose you are made. So join us this morning singing and honoring and ablating the name of the glorious Lord. He is Lord of all. Talking about Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. There's no other God beside him. All the others are just false. They are man-made. Oh, hallelujah. So enjoy the music and worship along with us. Pray along. Let your spirit be activated as you give him praise this morning. to direct your parts. We release the blood of Jesus all through every line, every channel. Somebody is listening to bless their lives, bless their homes, bless whatever they're doing. Direct their path, oh God. Deliver them from evil and lead them into temptation. We thank you for this land and we thank you for everyone from the king to his family to those in authority, the government. We bless everyone today because you are God. You alone are God. We bless you for who you are. Thank you for this nation that you continue to keep us in safety and in peace and in prosperity. We give you praise this morning in Jesus' name.
of the wicked about your life will be broken this year. They will not succeed the way they did last year. Just say at the Lord. The song is telling you also. This year, ah, their troubles shall cease. It will reach you. The power of the wicked is broken. Those who talk about you, you be put to shame. Every time they talk about you, be promoted. <laughs> They're troubling. Come on. You shall be addressed this year. All of the saints of the ages will sit at his Watch me on.
scripture, to, I would like to bring to you very quickly the psalm of today. I'm reading from the 121st psalm, in other words, psalm 1 to 121. Says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer my foot, thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this day forth and even forevermore. Say a big amen to that.
it's time for the word of the living God. So sit tight and uh, you know get ready as we bring the word of God to you. Apostle Helen Ruby is in the studio to bring to you the word of the Lord under the segment title Miracles of Jesus. all over the world shall all God benefit from the word as it comes. Give us the efficiency, the enablement, the power, the ability, Lord, to speak out the word of God and let it touch people, heal the sick, raise the dead, put people in positions where they're supposed to go, let them reconcile with you and reconcile with mankind. Let all God miracles be to overflow in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we refuse the word to fall in a ground that is infertile. May every word that is coming out this moment, Father, be released with fertility. Let it, O oh God, grow in endlessly, Lord, to affecting nations and thrones. In the mighty name of Jesus, with thanksgiving we are praying. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I release the blood of Jesus over the cable lines as well. I release the blood of God to bring further, further completeness to what you are about to do. That there will be no distance, there will be no barrier between us and our hearers in the mighty name of Jesus. Let somebody joyfully say, big amen. Let's read from the book of Mark, chapter 5. From verse 25 to 34, it's always a privilege when God gives me the grace to stand before you to bring the word of the living God to us. And let's read together. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and has suffered many things of many physicians and has spent all that she had and was nothing bettered but rather grew worse when she 
had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude turning thee, and says thou, Who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith had made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. This is the reading of his word. Now, you see, I love this very uh, scripture so much that we all are almost conversant with it. Because if you are born uh, in a Christian home, this is one of the stories when you are growing, they love to teach you. And if you also pass through a Christian school, this is also a very popular scripture that you begin to hear from the time you are in that school or new until you pass through that school, they always talk about it. And if you also went to higher institution where you study religious study, studies, this is also one of the popular scriptures. So this scripture with this woman of the issue of the blood is so, um, it's very, very, um, um, when I say notorious in the Bible, permit me to use that word. It is so popular, yes. It's so popular because uh, people wondered the sort of faith this woman had. And people also wondered how she determined in her own heart before she could go to meet Jesus. She determined that if only I can meet her, these are the things I would do. If only I can meet her, I'll be able to touch his clothes. You see, she determined, and I love this, and in this very new year, I want you to take risk for Christ. I want you to determine to serve God in a different way, the way that is you are not used to. Do some extraordinary time and serve God in the most wonderful way God can be served. Don't serve God with the experience of other people. Don't serve God with uh, with uh, with uh, with uh, you know the same old old and old old system and old old style. Serve God in a different manner. Be excited about him. Be be joyful whenever people talk about God in the vicinity where you are. Talk about God to your friends, to your neighbors, to your family folks. Don't don't Pocket God this year. I mean, some of you, when you are going to church, you just carry your little Bible and pocket it and move, and you and yet you say you're the child of God. Make God obvious. Make him, make him, make him popular by the way you will serve him. Determine in your heart that this is what you want to do for God in this. 
2020, how long are you going to be hiding him? How long are you going to be uh, not known by your own father? How long would you be coming to his house like a stranger in this very year place? There's, the house of God is not meant for some specific people. God's presence is not meant for some specific people. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, the Bible said, shall be saved. Be among those who should be the whosoever. Who will call him with, will call him loud and clear. Who will call him with purpose, with passion. Who will call him fervently. Don't call him wishy-washly. Call him meaning purpose. Call him with purpose in your heart. Call him being determined in what you are calling him. So this woman, I saw her taking a very big risk. The first risk she took was that in the time when this story existed, you see among the Jews, you are not a woman. A woman is not supposed to, is having bleeding. It's not supposed to come around those folks who are too righteous, who have no bleeding. So this woman had a bleeding that started like a normal bleeding, but now it has overstayed its duration. It has stayed more than the four days normal menstrual cycle, more than five, sixteen days a normal cycle is supposed to take place, but now it has overstretched. The Bible said twelve solid year, one year, two years, three years, four years, five years, six years, seven years, eight years, nine years, 10, 11, one, one decade finished, another decade started and entered into the second year, this woman was having bleeding. This woman was so uncomfortable. We even know how we feel when this bleeding comes and it's just for four days. You know, you feel very uncomfortable. You are not yourself. You have aches and cramps here and there. You are not comfortable. You are not confident to walk the way you normally walk. There are some who normally have light bleedings and there are others who have very heavy bleedings. And before we used to think that heavy bleedings are made for those who are fat and very thick but now even the very thin standard ones who look like who are very skinny they even have the 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 highest level of bleeding these days and then you go about wondering why things are turning around the way they are but what i want to say here is this that no matter how sporty or how 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 or how forceful these bleedings can be they are very uncomfortable because there's no time anyone is in it and she feels very very comfortable are you hearing me somebody so this woman had been in this time for all of these years and the bible called her a woman that means she has reached of a what of a marital age she wasn't just a single woman i believe she was a married woman but the bible never made mention of who married her anymore because this whole problem that came upon her, you see, had come. The husband must have endured it for a while, and you see, men don't have that lasting stand. Many of them do not have the ability to stand and to support with the very so-called people they say they love, you know, for a, a lasting period. So this man must have checked out, or the family may have even caused him to check out, or his friends who he must have complained that, you see, I don't know why my wife is bleeding all the time, all the time. So they will say, pack her from that place because what before she, 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 what, she, she pollutes you. So that was the case. So you could see that 
this woman must have been broken, you know, with pain, not being with whoever he loved her, and the family members may not be able to be coming the way they used to come. And now her substance has been drained because she has gone from one hospital to another hospital, from one physician to another physician, opening up her body. They keep checking her. They could not find the solution. They could not know what was going on in her life. Are you hearing me? Oh, this woman really had, had in that the tenacity to carry this sickness for 12 solid years. There was a, a, an aunt which I I had, my mother's younger sister. She was discovered that she, she even had bleeding just for few weeks. Just that the thing went beyond what she used to think about. And then she began to complain. So by the time they went to the hospital, she was diagnosed having a, a, a slight uh, cervical cancer or whatever they call it. And then, and then just that she had that alone. The following, when we began to look at her, we, you know, we watched her life just start off that way. Because from the moment she went to the hospital and they diagnosed that and she came, even any encouragement you are telling her, whatever you want to tell her that, look, auntie, your case will be different. Don't, don't, we know that well, once that name is being mentioned, people become so scared, but your own will be very different because, look, she said, how different would it be? And then, with that, before you could know it, one day she just left, didn't wake up anymore. She didn't wake up anymore. The thing hadn't even bled up to three weeks. But this woman stayed for 12 solid years. Oh, I just want to compliment some women who have been going through some hardship, going through some kind things that came upon them. They woke up one morning only to see that sickness has come and they thought it's just a normal sickness but the sickness began to eat them up until first year second year until 12th year this sort of woman must be celebrated this sort of woman who did not give up this sort of woman who did not abandon herself because men abandoned her friends rejected her you know people could no more afford to come to her the way they used to she could not abandon herself she was still pressing forward looking for something to do looking for a way to solve the problem. Give me a woman who is always looking for a way to solve the issues in her life, then I will show you a woman who is very prayerful. Because when you are prayerful, God will always be talking to you. God will empower you. He will encourage you. He will energize you. He will enable you. He will tell you what next step to take. Are you hearing me, somebody? He may not give you the total solution instantly, like, you know, a twinkle of an eye. But in the things that he is directing you, he's working to your patience, he's working out to your faith, he's helping you to go through it so that you will also be a comfort to somebody else. I hear you. This very 2020, be a comfort to somebody else. This very 2020, don't worship God wish you worship. In any experience he's passing you through, be prepared and be ready to go through it. So I hear you. Because at the, at the end of the tunnel, you're gonna see a light and you will surely, surely see a breakthrough coming your way. Say, I I hear you. So this woman never gave up. This woman continued. Now her sickness has become the type that could cause her to enter death because she's not supposed to mingle with people. She's not supposed to be found in an open place where ordinary people go through. She's not supposed to be found in a public place. I beg your pardon. She's not supposed also to mingle with people because in those days it is assumed it 
is it is it is believed that when a woman has passed through the menstrual cycle, uh, the the number of days she's supposed to be menstruating, and is almost getting to eight days, eight, eight days, they're already thinking that she has something, and they're already beginning to want to ostracize her. The, the other women are already looking for a way to begin to report her. Do you understand me? So now she's not supposed to come out where ordinary people are, so that she doesn't pollute them. She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't. Uh, affect them with her sin. So they always now go through some kind backyard roads. They carve another road where they have to walk. They also move them to another locality where people have been ostracized have to be walking through. This was a sort of rejection this woman was going through. But it didn't stop her. So the woman continued to look for solution. She never gave up. She continued to look for which way her help will come. And one day the Bible said she heard that Jesus was was coming through her own side. She was Jesus was coming through the, through the uh, by the side where she was located. This woman said, "Okay, if Jesus was gonna come, then if I, if I stay inside, this bleeding will say kill me. So if I go out and then they cut me and maybe they stone me to death, all death not death. So I'm going to make the last. I'm going to make my last journey. I'm going to take the last risk. So this woman decided to do something. What was it she decided to do? She decided that she was going to brave it. She was going to look for where Jesus was and she was going to do everything to make sure that she would touch the hem of his garment. How are you touching the Lord this year? How different do you want to serve God this year? What are you trying to do to draw the hand of Christ to you? I believe that the Lord didn't just get up and decide to go to the side of that woman. I believe that because of her persistence in prayer, the Lord must have heard her and the Lord decided to come close to where this woman would be able to make the last attempt, you know, and to release her faith. The Bible said when she heard, when she heard about Jesus coming to that side, she decided that if only I go, I will I will bypass anything and I will do my possible best to touch the hem of the, the clothes of Jesus. And she believed it that if only she can touch that, something would happen. So the day they came, she set up on this journey and she began to, she saw the crowd, she was never pushed up. She saw the, the crowd because everywhere Jesus went, crowds of multitudes of people in millions, they were following him. So if you do not have that sort of faith, if you don't even have that touchy faith, you will never be able, you will give up. You see the sort of faith that this woman had, was the sort that Zacchaeus also had. When Zacchaeus saw that the crowd was too much, Zacchaeus went a bit further and said, I'm going to climb the sycamore tree and I will be there. At least I will be able to spot the so-called Jesus. That was the sort of faith this woman had. This one was never moved by the crowd. She was determined to do something. Child of God, hearing the voice of my, my hearing the, 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 my, the, my voice this morning. I don't think you tuned in just because you want to hear my voice. You've been hearing it. I don't think you just tuned in because you want to see my face. You know me very well. And some do not know me. But even if you don't, don't know me, I'm not totally different from other women you've been seeing. Do you understand me, somebody? But I believe.
believe there's a reason why God had expected, had allowed you to tune in. The reason why God allowed you to do, tune in is that you can do something totally different this very year. So I hear you. You will not be discouraged because I'm being positioned this morning to jack you up. I'm here this morning to jack you up. You got, you have to be jacked up from where your faith has been depleted. You have to get up again and be on the track to move. It's not time to pack yourself. It's not time to throw in the towel. It is time to be jacked up. Say, I hear you, baby. Yes, God sent me to jack you up. And you must be jacked up because the road is not for those who are packed, who are packed in, or who are packed, or who are packed out. They don't want to continue anymore. The journey is far. We just have to make it. It doesn't matter how far it has started. We must press forward. Hallelujah. So the woman looked at the crowd. It never moved her. She continued to press forward. She continued to move. Little, 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 she was you know, passing through. Every little corner, she was going and you know, I don't think she must have been a very tall woman because from the description Jesus gave, when something happened, I will get there very soon. Jesus looked down. He looked around. He didn't see. So Jesus looked around looked round about to see she had to look round before she could notice the woman that means she wasn't so visible do you understand so other men who were taller than her must have you know occupied a space but the woman was not terrified by their heights she was determined to do what she must have received inspiration to do and that was to Touch the hem of the garment. Don't go to church this year empty. Don't just leave your home saying you are going to God's environment without making any attempt to come back with something tangible, something that will affect your generation, that will affect your family, that will affect your household. Don't go to church this year. You know, go through the 52 Sundays in, in 2020 and then you come back empty. Every time you go into God's presence, be determined to come back with something tangible. Be determined to drop some old nature of you and come back with some women who can hear the truth. Then we can have some women who can tell the truth. The woman that God Jesus met in the book of John chapter 4, she said, come and see the man who taught me the truth of everything which I have ever done in life. Come see the woman. Come and see the man who told me the truth. Do we still have people who will come to Christ and they want to hear the truth? Do we still have women who will come to the body of Christ and they want to hear the truth? Do we still have people who will come to church and they want to hear the truth? Because in our churches today, truth has left. Truth has left the pulpit. Truth. Nobody is saying any truth to any young star. Nobody is saying any truth to any young girl. We can't even correct the way they dress up. We can't even, even correct the way they package themselves and be like in a sack. And they are looking at you with half nudity. You can't even correct it. Because the moment you want to say, you don't know whether that person has a pistol or a gun or have something, a gadget, or or even a, what do you call it? Uh, pepper, pepper, what do you call it? But my husband, please borrow me. What do you call it? Pepper spray. You don't even know. No. Whether they have pepper spray, so you want to spray you just because your eyes are too clear to see that they are almost nude. So truth has left the church. But there are still some people, I believe, that God is 
person at this end time who want to hear the truth because the only place where we can hear the truth is in the house of the Lord because the Bible tells us we shall know the truth and the truth is what will set us free not a certain words but the truth so when the woman was touched by the power from above she was compelled to speak nothing but the truth why? Because her issue had been dried up. The plague that was around her had left her. And she was now left to own up. And it was until she owned up what happened to her that Jesus now went further and said, Daughter, thy faith had made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. That suggests to me that if she had not admitted that virtue left Jesus and came to her, if she had not admitted that something had happened to her fountain, she wouldn't have been made whole. She wouldn't have gone in peace. Do you understand? She would have left that place probably being caught by the what she had done. Maybe people would have gathered against her because they realized now that she may have polluted them. But my question is, they had a tradition that when a woman is bleeding, you're not supposed to come close because it's assumed that you pollute the rest and they all become, uh, they become what? Unclean. Right. So throughout the time she was moving around, can we calculate how many people she must have made unclean? Or was it that they were not more unclean because they were in God's presence? I really don't know how to explain this. Or I, I will just put it in the side of meat because there are some certain meats we've believed and then we believe in these meats and they are retarding us and they are making us not to go to the next level. Some certain meats that when a woman is menstruating, she doesn't need to cook for you. And then some people believe it. They don't, she doesn't need to cook for me. So when she's menstruating, she doesn't need to cook. So they would prefer to go to a hotel and go and eat. But in the hotel, there are other women who are there. Do you know whether they have that something which you have run away from your home to go and eat? That is nothing but foolishness. Please, sanctify the food and eat it. It has nothing to do with the bleeding. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, this problem became solved. Beloved, is it not exciting that within a twinkle of an eye, a problem of 12 years was totally solved? Because somebody made decision. She desired and she determined that she was going to see the end. Because if only she can be in God's presence, she will see the end. But the Bible said, she had an issue. She had an issue. The issue that have stayed for that number of years. There are others who are listening to me right now. The Bible may not have identified you, but by the way you live, you, you can identify yourself. You have several issues which you are not owning up to. And because you've not owned up even one, that's why it is elongated. I met a, a friend 
who really have an issue. And for me, I know she has. Even though she tries to lie about her issue, even though she tries to ignore the issue, but what is happening now is that this issue she's trying to ignore is start acting like cancer and her, eating her up, eating her up. When she gets a relationship, it eats her up. Before you know it, she is the type that is so loud-mounted that she is uncontrollably um, uh, controlling. If she doesn't control a situation, she is not, she wouldn't be part of that situation. If she does not justify herself in everything she does, even when it's obvious that she is at fault, she would like to justify herself. So I got about wondering, how can people be having self-justification this way and you don't know that it is not, it is not part of the fruit of the spirit? That when you quarrel, you are obviously the one that is wrong, but you don't accept it. You will continue to give every excuse for the other person to think that that person was at fault, but you were never at fault. And this has happened to you, made you, you could not stay in a relationship. You, every relationship that comes to you, you lose it. You married and you could not stay in a relationship. Her children in that relationship could not stay in it. And you are still having some men who, after you left your marriage, they are coming to you because they will want to friend you. Maybe they will want to marry, marry you. But this thing have held you in one position. Year in, year out, this thing has held her and yet she does not. Because anytime she does Mr. A or Mr. B, she will come back with a story that something happened, something happened. And if, if by the time I'm listening to this and I know that she is at fault and if you want to chip in a word, she will say, no, 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 you don't see it. Then what she will do is that she will desert me for some months. She won't talk to me and then afterwards she will begin to come again. And this thing has been eating her up like cankerworm, and no person, no pastor around could have the ability to tell her because they expect that I will be telling her. And then and they know that I do tell her. And they wonder if she cannot listen to me, who she will say I'm her friend, then who else will she listen to? Some of you, something is eating you up this way. Even you have met the men and women of God in your life. You have met them that they are inefficient. They cannot tell you the truth anymore because anytime they tell you the truth, you desert the church. Anytime they tell you the truth, you leave them. Anytime they tell you the truth, you go and wander around and come back again. You are not the type that is able to hear the truth. But the Bible says here, this woman opened her mouth and she spoke out the truth as it was in her life. And that was one of the reasons why she was made whole. The day you will speak the truth about your life, the day you will be able to kneel before Christ and you tell the Lord you are tired of hiding, you are tired of carrying issues year after year, you are really unforgiving, you are really hypocritical. You say, Lord, look into me. You could see I, I have all of these things, but take them away. You will be made whole. Stop having issues year after year and carry them over. Some of you, you carry your anger over. You carry your anger over. In these 21 days of fasting now, you are waiting. The moment we begin, the, start, the fasting starts in the morning, you wait. You, you carry your anger over until after 6 o'clock. The moment is after 6, nobody will believe it's you who was in the presence of God. Because the way you will talk, sharp, sharp, sharp. The way you will react, sharp, sharp, sharp. There are others who carry their pain. They carry their pain. No matter how long they have carried the pain, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really matter to them. You have wronged somebody. I saw a little girl spoke to me in a very harsh manner, which I never expected. 
and opting now, I expected that this girl would come to her senses. When I met her husband, and I wanted even to say a little about what this girl said to me, the husband said, well, my wife tells, my wife tells it the way it is. You have a wife who doesn't respect servants of the Lord. You have a wife who can lie against situation, and then you say, so if a man can support the wife even in evil, then it means it and both are in the church. Then it means the Ananias and Sapphira are still very evident. They didn't just happen in the time of Peter and the rest of them. They are still in our churches today. And I pray that the Lord will arrest people like this. That in this year, 2020, they will not go scot-free lying. Something got to happen that will silence the rest of the people and make them to fear the presence of the Lord. There are others. The issue in your life is that you are too hypocritical. Because of hypocrisy, people cannot come near you. When are you going to be real? When are you going to put off the mask of hypocrisy? There's some of them who say, Mommy, Mommy, you know I love you, but in your heart, you know you don't. You love me so much that when it is Mother's Day, you can't call me. You love me so much that when it is Christmas period, you cannot call me. You love me and you say I'm your spiritual mother when it is when it is any of the events. You can't send any card even in these days where you don't need to go and buy the cards anymore. Everything is electronic. You just go, just copy it and paste. You can't do anything like that. And yet, you you deceive yourself with lip service. Mommy, you know I love you. You see, it's about time that we take away these issues. Because if you can lie before man, it means lying before God you don't even see will be the worst. You don't see God, so you can easily lie and bubble everything and let him see that, let him think you love him. And then you forgot that God is a spirit. You forgot that he zooms into your spirit and he knows when you are lying. And that's a little wonder why the petition you've been putting before him has not been answered. This very year, child of God, please look at yourself and reevaluate yourself again. Take away this, this, these issues that come up every year. The woman had issue for 12 years. Take away these issues. Those issues that people are trying to touch, but you don't want them to touch it. Take away those issues. There are others who are listening to me right now. You don't even believe that Jesus is the Son of God. You will make argument and make argument and make argument about who Christ is. That when they see you, they don't believe whether you are a Muslim or you are a Christian. Why are you making this sort of argument when you don't believe in him? How long are you going to be making argument? Because we don't know whether you are signing the Christians. We don't know whether you are signing the Muslims. You go there, you talk another thing. You come here, you talk another thing. How can people say that Jesus alone is the only channel and is the only way? That's what the Bible tells us. And that's what we believe. Then if you cannot believe in it, then you don't have the right to be a child of God. Or to, or to use the Bible. Because according to the Bible, that's what we believe. So if you cannot, if it is too difficult for you to identify with it, then something is wrong. You have an issue. So all through the history of mankind, we see men having issue with the doctrine of Christ. We see men having issue with 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 with, with the Bible. We, we see men having having issue with 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 all of these things. And then also when we come, we look 
at issues that men have with men, you will see that in 2 Timothy chapter 3 from verse 1 to 7, a lot of issues there. Say, people will become boasters. People will become lovers of themselves. People will become confessions. People will become ingrates. People will become despisers. You see, all of this, they will become haters. Look at what is happening now in Iran. Look at, look at, look at how, just because of the killing of one man, look at how they shut down that, uh, that Boeing that uh, carried 176 people or whatever. Eh? Look at how lives are being wasted. Look at how wickedness is multiplying today in, 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 in the world that we are in. People are having issues. People are having issues everywhere. You even, even, even we have issue. Man have issue with the climate too. Because you look at how the climate is reacting and now we are in winter. Uh, it, this look at our winter is only full of rain, as if we are in Africa where they have their rainy season and August break. We don't, we we cannot see the snow anymore. So there are issues everywhere. But what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to believe in these issues and allow them to continue this way, or are we supposed to do something? We're supposed to be persistent in our faith and confess it and believe it and act on it. Child of God, this very, very, very year, I want your faith to be stirred up. I want you to take risk for Christ. That woman took risk because of her faith. She took risk because of her health. You take risk because of Christ. Every risk you will take this year will amount to something very fruitful. I'm going to end up here because of the time, but I want to leave something behind with you. And that is that if you will run the race with faith, if the race, you run that race this year with faith, you don't run it just empty, but you run it with faith, you will meet Christ at the other side. Take risk for Christ, and then you will see him at the end of your tunnel. But if you receive, you refuse to take risk for Christ, you want to preserve your life, you will lose it. I repeat, take risk because of Christ and you will see how that Christ will preserve your whole family and all of you will go through the tunnel of life and you will meet him at the other end. That is the story I have for you today. And I believe that the Lord will touch you will enable you, will energize you, that you will apply faith in everything that you will do. Do not serve God wishy-washy this very year. Serve him with faith and you will see him at the other side. May God bless you, enrich you, empower you, enable you, energize you. May the world find its place in your heart, not in your lips. May the word of God penetrate your heart, give you deep contrition so that you will be purged of every sin and unconfessed sin that have held you in bondage for all of these years. That you may come out of your denial and be able to have face-to-face -face encounter with the Lord Jesus where your life will not be the same anymore. I bless you with that encounter with Christ this very year. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Don't forget, my name is Apostle Helen Rudokino. I hope to meet you next time, by this time, uh, next week. God richly bless you. Thank you, Apostle Larry, for everything.
that was a powerful one from our Apostle Helen Ruth Dorgano. I'm sure you were blessed so much. And uh, we have taken those words to heart. Take a risk for Jesus. Do something and expect God to meet you at the other end. Musical interlude with uh, Diana Hamilton. You may not understand the songs, the words she's singing, but you can enjoy the melody. She's a very gifted uh, gospel artist. You know, passionate and the songs are moving, very anointed. So simply says, do something wonderful in my life and put my enemies to shame. issues and how they affect social and uh, cultural integration. So enjoy this brief music interlude whilst we prepare to bring you that program.
sure. Don't forget, you are welcome and you are liberty to reach out to us if you have a question or remarks during this podcast. The studio lines are always open. 020 My name is Apostle Helen Dokeno, and this is Majestic Christian Television Network. Today we are bringing something we think you will like, so join us as we air this very podcast. Our topic today is gender issues as barrier to social and cultural integration. Think about this topic once again. Uh, does, it, does it mean anything to you? Well, you know, it's high time we begin to or puncture some of the trends which we think uh, have been barrier uh, to our social and cultural integration in the different countries that we are in. So as an introduction, in this broadcast we are devoting uh, some uh, attention in gender issues. As you know, gender has to do with the perception and beliefs about the roles of men and women in the society. Uh, this has condemned women and men to certain rules, and often the scales are not balanced. So today's changing society has redefined these rules. However, the cultural and social baggage carried along by some still pose a huge barrier to social and cultural integration among both gender. So we'll be examining various activities which will still promote gender bias in our society with a view to correcting Our panel today comprises of men and women who are well-read and versatile in this topic. So some of them are actually community leaders, so they are going to tell us what they feel about this topic. So we encourage you to join us by uh, Facebook, or you can also join us direct by Majesty TV. You can also make contact with us um, by WhatsApp, sending your questions, and then uh, we think we will be qualified to answer them for you. And if you have contributions, please feel free to call the uh, studio line, which is 020-33-74160. Permit me to introduce our guests to you. So from my left, we have uh, uh, the president of the Igbo Union here in the Netherlands. Uh, Mr. Edmund H. Madrako, welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Are you happy to be here? Yes, I'm very, very happy. (laughs) We are privileged when we have you. Thank you so much. Uh We have uh, Mr. Kamel, Mr. Balade, you all know uh, Balade Suya, and uh, the director of uh, Balade uh, Restaurant is here. Mr. Kamel, welcome to uh, this uh, edition. Thank you for having me on your show. You know, each time we have you, you, we are so privileged because Thank this you. is a busy man. Thank you and we much. know that Sunday and Saturday, they are your days. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we cannot really pay for what we are getting. We are ah. very, very happy that you are here. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, we also have uh, uh, the the CEO of Ms. Ezine, and her name is not that person, but Mrs. Cecilia Achoro. She's here. Mom, say hello to your people. Bless you all. Yeah. Isn't that means good mother? So she is an advocate for that. Uh, she believes that women must be equally represented in everything that they are doing, and not only that, they must show good example of motherhood. 
And we have our own person uh, who is also here, uh, Mr. Chinedu Mzekwesi. Chinedu just joined us today, and we hope that uh, Chinedu, you're going to make yourself available and uh, patronize Majesty TV. Like this other was in coming. Each time we search kind and we call them to come and contribute their, with their quarter, they always come. So today we grab you and we are very glad that you are here. Say hello to Majesty viewers, please. Hello. Uh, hello, viewers. I hope you are going to enjoy our discussion today. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so that is it for now. And uh, are you all comfortable with this topic? Yeah. Yes. Is everybody comfortable with this topic? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can see that you, you are even here. We are not balanced because we're supposed to be three men and three women. But now, the thing is already playing out here. <laughs> so we hope you'll be very uh, happy to share this, whatever you have inside you, which you think the way it must be. Share it with our, our viewers and uh, let's see how far we can go with this. So the first question uh, is a story I'm going to tell. In, in Cameroon, in Cameroon, a young woman called me and told me this story eh? that um, she needed counseling, and the story is that uh, she uh, she was denied as the firstborn. She was the firstborn in that family, and then uh, she was being instructed by her father and. Uh, the mother that she will never marry before the younger brother. At the same time, when it was time for education, she was not allowed to go to school before the younger brother. In other words, the younger brother has to be the one to make choice, go to school first, marry first, before she will be considered. Mm -hmm. So in that process, people were coming to her when she was ready to marry because by virtue of being the first child, and being a woman, she you know has all the attributes of a woman. So, so women normally grow, or young girls grow faster than boys. Now, people were coming to marry her, but the parents were the inhibition. So that is a sort of put pain in her heart. And then she has grown, not been married till now, and she has rejected herself. Right. So she said, how will she come out of this? Then I was wondering, I said, how could a society or a family deny a young woman to this level, in this modern age? This is not right. So how will she handle the pain she has incurred from her family, incurred this pain among her siblings? Because she ended up not only disliking her parents, but also the other siblings who are male folks. And that has always been playing out that way in that part of the world. So, what do you think we have to do to this sort of tradition in this modern day? Everybody is allowed to answer spontaneously, but I can start with uh, Mr. Obanade. Um, uh, thank you, uh, uh, viewers, and uh, I hope uh, that is uh, my contribution will um, uh, fall to your uh, understanding. Because this particular aspect that uh, uh, the Reverend just uh, explained to me, I felt very um, that's uh, bad about that. This treatment is, uh, it's been long, I had a thing like that still happening in our society. But just to let us know that there are things that are still happening around us, but we don't have access to those information because of uh, how we have already believed that our 
uh, success in the area of gender is working out very well. But with this now, that means we still have a little bit uh, backwardness and we need to deal with that. Yes. Um, uh, parents in these days have already uh, come to an understanding, seeing so many things that happens uh, that is uh, in the gender uh, issue thing that uh, girls are coming up doing things that you can really uh, not uh, uh, imagine. Yeah. In in the past, we you, you see what happened also in the tennis world. In the tennis world, the female also came up to protest and said, "We want our salary to be increased. We want we we're working so hard as the men are doing, yes. and then why is our salary a little bit uh, uh, not?" Uh, that is an, uh, comparable. Yeah. So the, the, the society of uh, t uh, that's a tennis player sat down and they think about it and things is working with uh, with the female part right now. They are very yes. happy with how it's been handled. So this is already giving us a kind of dim light that uh, we have something going on and people are uh, going away from the old mentality of yeah. uh, thinking that women cannot do this and this is what the women should do or if a child happens to be a boy that, and then it's a junior one we uh, immediately being elevated to a certain level because of uh, uh, of his gender. Yeah. Uh, we are already thinking that that is uh, uh, being so minimized, but with this that you are coming up, and also in the core Africa, like in Cameroon, Cameroon yes. this kind of a thing taking place, it means it needs to be addressed. Yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry for this young lady going through uh, such a thing, and then I would not uh, advise her to, to, to lose hope yeah. or to to see herself as nothing, yeah. uh, but to believe that there already in the world there are people like us, the way we are sitting right now. Yes. We are giving it to the world again, telling them that no, that problem that we thought is being somehow uh, minimized mm. is still in part of Africa That's where we, we still need to, to address. Yes. So we still need to go back there and tell the people that no, that is not uh, going, it's not well done yeah. because that's not the way this young lady should be treated. Yes. The young lady should be treated according to their, uh, that is, you can see that even sometimes you are a senior brother in yeah. a family and your junior uh, sister, just like you said, the rapid growth, they have this blessing. Yeah. The Lord God bless the women that uh, you see in most of the time they are faster, they are even smarter. Yeah. We, we, we understand by the way of the science, yeah. the scientists have proved it, yeah. that the women brain keeps more memory than even that of the man. Okay. They are fast in thinking yes and they are even good in numbers yes than us. it's true and we it's and it is it is oh, true. Really that's scientifically proven yes either we want to go into say we know of course the lord god has uh, uh has endowed the men with a lot of wisdom mm -hmm. but god does not leave the women, women also no. and yes. said they are just nothing no 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 no, no. Yeah. and that is the only time when we now accept that the women are also blessed in that form yeah is then we can get the goodness of the women amen but if we still have a belief that the men have to carry, that's why a lot of men is dying of heart attack. Yeah, because a lot because of are, yeah, women we are carrying. Yeah, we are carrying the whole thing, believing yes. that I have to be the one to know the accounts. Yeah, they have I have to, to be, be the, the one to know everything. everything. Uh, family, this one, then you have to see me first. Yes. you don't have to talk to my wife. Talk to me first. Can you imagine? Some of these things need to readdress. We need to readdress yeah. it. So that means we are saying that the cultures yeah. or the traditions which are not. Um, or which are not really helping us, yes. it must be forfeited now. It must be forfeited because yes. it's affecting us. It's affecting us. If you look at the statistic, yeah. the men are dying before the women. It is true. And we don't want them to continue and to die. Why, why are the men dying because of the women? It's because stress. we refuse to share yeah. our load. Yeah. The load is heavy. Yeah. And we have to share them. We have it to call the women to us up. Yes. Come, yes. let's do this, let's do this together. Now, when the father is saying to the girl, you won't marry, Yeah. 
until your brother is married. married. Can you imagine what if that? this young lady happened to marry, marry and somebody marry somebody that will now come into the family because that is why we are and family. And that is why we are marrying too. We yeah. marry to one another so that this family go into this family and they become one. Yeah. And in every way where well, we can help ourselves, we can help exactly. one another. Yes. If the, if the young lady is locked down because of the man, yeah, the brother. May God have mercy. May God have mercy. Thank you so but, much. Uh, that lady should not forget that uh, we are talking about her, and I believe that maybe one way or the other, the father will also hear find this, this or hear and this, then, and know that he, he himself is tying his own future down. Exactly, but you know, this is not about the father alone. This is about the tradition that is going on yeah. in yeah. that part of the world. Of course, then, then the tradition needs to be addressed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let me hear from others, please. Thank you so much. Let me hear yeah. views. Yeah. Yeah. My own view is that uh, that is the mentality Situation. of the old people, of the tradition of those people. The father is still believe in that old mentality mm -hmm. that uh, the boys must have go to school for the ladies, mm -hmm. which is not good because denying the lady they not going to school not to marry is not good for the lady. Yeah. Because if they have denied the lady not going to school and allow her to marry. By now, maybe the husband might send her to school yes, to sure. learn from there. He, he knows something. I also, like Obrande has said, it will be a help for the family. <coughs> because, and the lady will be happy. Maybe by now, he has gotten his own children. Yes. So, the children, and they'll be happy and so that do every other thing that she's supposed to do. But uh, my advice to the lady is that she should not lose hope. Okay. Even Hannah in the Bible did not lose hope. At last, she yes. got, God gave me a child. Her, yeah. her, her own husband is coming. Yeah. You should pray. And another let him go to a living church where he can learn about Bible by knowing God, about how to pray. And list and go to from there he can be joining the choir the other things that are doing the church <laughs> they can let know something about god and know from there less more small thing about book then from there god will bless him with their husband and by then they have they will have his own children yes. so you should not lose hope in any way <laughs> at all because there's the, the hope is never lost mm -hmm. but the father or the this thing they should go out from that old mentality because nowadays women are good in everything everything yes it's yeah. true Thank you so much. Wow. Thank um, you so much. <coughs> my own contribution here is, uh, you know, this tradition is a very old one, even right from the Bible. Um, person like uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the in-law to Jacob. Mm -hmm. Jacob had to serve um, Yes. Leban, 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 yes. For seven years, for a particular woman. woman. Mm -hmm. But Leban thinking that, oh, how can the younger one marry before the first one? Yes. So he switched it. Yes. And then uh, the same uh, uh, Jacob had to serve for and another step. It's a very old uh, tradition. Yeah, it's, it's not easy to be changed. Again, this uh, recent, uh, recently, I would say it uh, to a particular family. Not, it doesn't happen in every family these mm, days. Mm. Some parents understand, mm. some don't. So when you just have to leave, uh, keep uh, uh, the first one yeah. waiting, you are destroying her life. Exactly. At a particular age, she'll be too old to get married. Mm -hmm. So what, do you, what have you gained from there? It's a matter of uh, understanding. That's the way I'm going to. That's the way I put it. It happens yes. also where we come from. Also, it happens that way. Mm -hmm. A particular area where we come from is um, now a lot of women who supposed to have married earlier, or because of the bride price anyway. Yeah, okay. So nobody came to marry them. Yeah. And then they overstayed. 
Now that they change the bride price, the women, uh, people started, people want to start marrying them. But the old ones say they will over their dead body. It has to remain like that. So when you go to that particular area, you see a lot of um, matured ladies who are not married. Oh, okay. Because of uh, the... the bad, uh, yes, the bad wealth. Ne- I call it negative um, uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> tradition. Yeah. That is hampering or hindering the young the women. <laughs> In Africa, but when men have to... They train, when they talk of training men yeah. before women, in yeah. a family where there's no money, they prefer training men. Mm. And they know that the women, even if you train them, they still get married. If you use the whole money to train a woman, and eventually she marries a man who does not even who think that she, he was overcharged, <laughs> he will still seize the woman. <laughs> so that is why they, they prefer training men, because men have to stay in the family. <laughs> and women get married. Things are really changing. But but even though, even, yeah. They haven't even fully changed anyway, but they hope that it will... Uh, but even if they get married, they still can answer their father's name. They're together with their husband's name. Because it's, I mean, it's a combination of the two families. Has started having that women answer their father's name while married? What are you talking about? In England. Where we come from? It's, n- it's now happening. Oh, it's not happening. I'm not going to say that. My father's name is there. Both of them have passports. Those two that don't have passport, when they marry, they change automatically to the husband's name. Children normally answer their father's name. Well, of course we know. Yeah, that is the thing. That's why they try to they prefer training men more than women, because mm. women get married and answer another person's name. Why Can you imagine that? That is if they don't have a family where there's no money anyway, mm. where there's enough money, everybody will be trained. Yeah, I yeah. think I think that's um, uh, at the time. People start should start thinking that it is not okay for you to determine the future of uh, of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, in the past, the, the this so-called determining the future of children or family has uh, really um, uh, has really get into we. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a point finger to any yeah. tribe. Sorry, or yeah. I just think that there, it has been a thing that when you look at a boy, you say, "Oh, this boy is going to be successful because he's a boy." Uh-huh. Oh, who yeah. tell you the boy is going to be successful? Who tell you who has given you that? Uh, oh, that and the, the boy, way they look at the girl. Yeah. Then the boy is going to be successful. And what about the girl? And the girl is going, going, going to marry. Why? Honey, 
We don't address them with those sweet, sweet names. Because? Because we, we yeah, are not brought up with it. Yeah. The very moment you are doing it again, do you know that I have a family, just of recent, they were talking to me and they said, yeah, the, the, do you know that uh, it is later we realized that this honey, honey they were doing was not real? I said, what happened that to the honey, honey was not real? He said, when we were hearing this honey, honey, we all as a family would fold our hands and we're looking at where that honey will end. Yeah. At the end of the day, the man and the wife fought, they had a problem, and then they have to separate. And he said, oh. I told you the woman did not love her, him because <laughs> we, the family of the man, we are looking at them. This honey, 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 a thing. That means that now when you are owning your wife, you're afraid of the day you are going to fight. Oh. The very moment you fight, your family will say the only not end. Let me come in, uh, starting from the, uh, the letter the lady wrote from Cameroon. Yeah. You see, uh, there is something we need to understand. Tradition it's one of the problems we have in Africa. Okay. I'm not saying that our tradition is not good, but there are some traditions that are old so much <laughs> that it's no longer play a role yes. in this modern world. Exactly. There are certain things you do uh, uh, because of tradition. Mm -hmm. And to change the mindset of somebody, it's very difficult. Yeah, it's true. And this man that is doing this thing, if you check out in that particular side of Cameroon, you will see it's in the village. <laughs> because because when you are closer to the city, there are certain things you don't do. Yes, it's true. And if the girl is exposed, mm -hmm. even if you tell the girl to sit down, the girl will not sit down. Exactly. Because of what? Because the girl has been exposed okay. to, to information, mm -hmm. exposed to education. Yeah. There are some girls that can sit in the city and sat for exam and they pass and they get scholarship with or without their parents okay. but when you are in the village yes you don't have access to school you don't have access to school yes you don't have access to anything it's unfortunate that this girl fall into this situation Absolutely, yes we africa the whole of africa we have this problem it's not that it's only in the cameroon yeah the whole of africa we have this cultural barrier we have this tradition that is playing role in everything we do. Exactly. The African culture believes that if you don't have a male child, nobody is coming to replace you. Can you imagine that? And that is replace your name. Your name will be lost. And that is the reason why they are behaving the way they are behaving, mm -hmm. some of the parents. Yes. But if you know what it is, there are some families, I, I found out some families, even in my mother's family, yes. it's the girls that are taking care of the, the family. Man, yes. The parents now, you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? It is so. There are a lot of issues that is tied down to this problem. And a lot of people have suffered so much, and that's why it's, yeah, uh, it's that coming into limelight and people are knowing about it. Yeah. I just want to advise this girl to look for an uh, NGO, non-governmental organization, mm -hmm. that deals with gender inequality. Yes. Because if she can, get across to those people yeah. or if we know the particular area she come from yes. in cameroon yes we can link her up to an uh, non-governmental organization that yes. can help her yes and build her up yes with vocational uh, uh, uh studies and all those things yes. she can learn something and start her life from there okay one of the things i know about life is that when you are when you have opportunity and somebody has to hinder that opportunity 
he plays a, a, a lot of role in your life. Mm-hmm. Growing up and becoming a human being mm-hmm. to the society. Okay. A lot of people has bitterness, not because of any other thing, but because they are differentiate. Uh, they, they have taken yes. their opportunity. Yes. And 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 uh, so they find out that they don't have that opportunity anymore. Yes. And when they see others that have th- that opportunity, they say, "This They're is the opportunity I is supposed to have, but I did not." Yes. And that is why some of them are having a lot of issue. Yes. Like this girl now. Yeah. For for this girl to become a normal behaved woman being. Yes. She has to go some serious therapy. Counseling. Yes. I'm, I'm telling you the truth because because. This girl will never see anything about the father. Maybe when the only good thing about the father or the okay, parents, yes. the, when 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 this kind of thing is happening, the parents did not mean harm. Okay. But you, you understand? But that, that is the tradition. That is what I'm saying. There are some of the traditions that are supposed to be wiped away. It's true. There are some of these traditions that are supposed to be upheld and would very very well mm. because any country or any place that doesn't have culture or tradition that people are lost but there are some traditions that have overstayed their welcome yes, it has to be wiped <laughs> out of removed from the society yeah. because it's hindering growth it's hindering progress it's hindering success it's true that is that is my contribution on this <laughs> thank I, you so much I, thank I, you I so want, much i want to just wow, uh, keep in a little awesome. bit into what uh, my brother just said yeah. right now and uh, because of uh, I work with NGOs, yeah, and then uh, we know exact uh, problem where that will be affecting in trying to make people trust NGOs. Yeah, um, um, I will um, kind of advise that uh, our program reach more to the parents. Yeah, you see, uh, young ladies who are victims of uh, parents uh, uh, that is abused or whatever, mm. and run to NGOs has also come back with a lot of uh, stories which we have not been able to address or address. Okay, and uh, for that reason, I think our job mostly was. Uh, to tackle these uh, uh, traditional, uh, that is a practitioners. Yes. And then these people who wouldn't let us have a social, uh, that is an uh, interaction in the way that it is right now. We cannot really emulate the world the way they go with their understanding with culture. Uh-huh. But our culture, because we refuse to 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 uh, address it, yes, that is one of the problems. We refuse to address it, and the reason why we refuse to address it, I will just say it. I'm not going to be very uh, that's a yeah, that's a district about it. Religion has taken it away from us. Okay. We focus more on religion mm. than that particular thing that means us. Yes. Religion comes for the human. Yeah. The human does not come for the religion. No. Do you understand? Yes. And that means the real thing that is our really our religion is our tradition. Okay. But when we now wanted to meet with that's a, a super god, yeah. then we go into choosing which religion will suit our spirit. Okay. And that is the reason why we come. But the very moment we attain into religion, we forget about the tradition. And now the people who were supposed to look into the tradition and fix it yeah. are no longer doing it and people are now abusing it. Wow. Because normally how life should be is that we climb from stage to stage of mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And that is the reason why we know, oh, this is no longer fitting into our society. Let us not deal with this anymore. And that is the only way you can help these children. If we go by, okay, let the children go out or because of their social, uh, there's an interaction with other people or cities and so on, look at where they end up. They end up in, that's a Naramali's video. And that's what happened to those children who ran away from home. Yeah. Who were looking for NGOs. Yeah. That's where they will end up, Naramali's video. Wow. And then you can see everything because I, I was teaching also just last uh, week 
in the program yeah. I have. I'm telling the people, why are we reducing the quality of women? Okay. Why is women's quality being reduced to the extent that we need to believe that the only way we sell our video is when we put them there? Yeah. That is the only way we sell those things. Exactly. And nobody's addressing this right now. No, people the, are addressing Sometimes this. ago, sometimes ago, the yes. Americans find a way to address this nudeness. It's and, and, and then you can see in their community, they are somehow drawing it back. Yes. They're taking it back. But we are fully into it right now. Yes. And that is the reason why we do want those parents to be educated. We want oh, to talk to the parents. Oh. It's a parent that needs to be dealt with. Yes. When we talk to the parent, and the parent know what they are losing by, by, by minimizing the right of their daughter, yeah. Because if the daughter can no longer enjoy the environment of home yes, or feel that she's something, yes. then she wanted to be something. Yes. And sit down with those guests on those videos uh -huh. and ask them the reason why they are doing it. They want to make money. And when you make money, what do you want to do? My father, my mother, I want to feed my brothers. That is the same thing. That is why they were doing all those things. They were not doing it only because they want to elevate themselves alone mm -hmm. because they have a family problem. They have all those things. So I will go back there again that the people that we really need to talk to is like the father of that young lady yes. to understand by that there's holding these children down. Yes. You're yeah, holding your future down. Exactly. Okay, go ahead. Uh, what I want to do is that uh, talking to the father. Well, I have to just interrupt and uh, you know end that uh, beautiful discussion. If you want to listen to the full program, go to the website of the YouTube side of uh, Majesty TV. Uh, and then uh, you just type uh, gender uh, gender barriers, uh, and then it will bring up. That is actually the most recent video, so you can you can follow it. So gender as a barrier to social and cultural integration. Gender issues as barrier to social and cultural integration. Well, our time is almost up. We have about three or two or three minutes to go, and I would like to treat you once again to the music of Diana Hamilton. Very powerful song. And uh, before we go, of course, we would like to wish you all the best for the new week. Yes, we wish you the best for the new week. And uh, remember, you can always call on us in case you need any of our products. Just give us a call on 0684-606-550, Radio Voice of Niger. Until we come your way again next week, take good care of yourself, God bless, and be good. Blessings too.
Hey, we also have more stuff coming your way. We have business matters. We have social and educational matters. We have health and healing matters. We also have legal matters. For more information, call us on 020-368-1968. We delight and entertain you. Voice of Niger on Radio Voice of Niger is right here to promote your business. Yes, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. All your events can be promoted right here on Voice of Niger. Yes, you heard me right. Don't know about you because you're now promoting your business. Yeah, we can bring you the awareness that you need for all those revivals, seminars, special events, conferences, church services, your Sunday services, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. Call us today right now at 06-846-0655. That's 06-846-0655. Voice of Ninja, your place to advertise. 